This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Well, let's update you on the story that we've been talking about out of Surrey the last couple of days here. Cracks are starting to show in the solidarity of the ruling party at Surrey City Hall. Remember, all but one of the councillors belong to the same party that elected Doug McCallum to the mayor's chair. And this is all over the issue of moving the city to a to its own police force. One of the councillors in question here is Councillor Jack Hundial. He's a former R- um, Surrey RCMP staff sergeant. He voted in favour of the move last fall when it first came up for a vote at Surrey City Council. But now he's saying that unless there's public consultation in this process, he's not going to support this moving forward. So let's get some more perspective on this. Joining us now is Global News senior reporter Janet Brown. Hi, Janet. Hi, Simi. And yes, another shoe has dropped in this ongoing story out of Surrey. Um, As we heard yesterday morning, I had spoken with City Councillor Doug Elford, and he had told me that, uh, quote, right now, I don't foresee any public consultation in this process moving from the RCMP to a citywide police force. And that sparked a whole outflowing of reaction, uh, followed up by Councillor Linda Annis coming out and calling for a referendum. And then the Surrey Board of Trade CEO Anita Huberman uh, calling on the Solicitor General not to support the change and demanding an immediate meeting with him. And then last night I uh, heard back from Solicitor General Mike Farnworth, his office, his staff sent me a comment. They emailed me saying, I think public consultation is always a good way to go when there is a decision that has a large impact. It seems like a natural thing to seek public input. And he finished up by saying, I look forward to seeing Surrey's plan when they are ready to submit it. And then, as you say, we heard from City Councillor Jack Hundial and a real bombshell, him saying, unless there is indeed public consultation in this entire process, that he will not be supporting the move. And here is more of what he has to say, Simi. You've heard what Linda Annis has said about needing public consultation on the policing initiative. Do you agree with her? Absolutely. Absolutely. We need to engage the public, um, similar as we've done in under our key campaign issues. We've engaged with the public uh, on on SkyTrain, a transit that's looking after that piece for us right now. Um, we're engaging the public through a newly formed public engagement committee, which would be one of the tools we could utilize uh, in this. And certainly, uh, one thing that was loud and clear throughout the campaign was uh, people are looking to have a voice at the table when it comes to public safety. And with recent discussion uh, and, and conversation uh, around, there's actually opportunities that are here now today that will be able to uh, give us the opportunity to actually let the community have a voice at the table uh, and still, uh, you know, with the RCMP and certainly keep looking at a municipal police force in the future. Were you surprised when you heard Doug Elford say that right now he doesn't foresee any public consultation? It's certainly not um, a discussion point uh, um, that's uh, that I support. Um, even before I voted on um, the move to a municipal police force, uh, I did preface that it needs to not only uh, provide some value um, in what we're going to get in the future, 
and meet community expectations, but also uh, the public needs to be fully informed of the costing associated with it. And the question is, I guess, at what point should the public be brought into this? Should it be before the report goes to Victoria, or should it be up to the Solicitor General? Whereabouts do we fit into this? That conversation needs to be happening all the way through the process, you know, um, starting, you know, even starting back a few, a few months ago. Um, you know, as we formulate a transition plan, that transition plan does need to include a form of of community consultation. Now, um, I haven't seen that report yet. I don't believe it's completed yet either. So hopefully we should be receiving that in the next, uh, next you know, three to four weeks. Okay, I've been told by Elford it's going to go to council, but at the public safety meeting, so therefore it won't be made public, perhaps, before it goes to the Solicitor General. Would you be maybe making a motion or calling for the release of that before then? Well, I think it just, I, I would. I would definitely would. And certainly throughout in the, in the public safety committee meetings, I've often said, um, you know, we do have too many meetings in closed. Um, but certainly in this particular case, just looking at the severity and the impact of it, we do need to discuss it with the public moving on. Look, back in 1950, the last time we switched over from Surrey Police to the RCMP, it was done with a plebiscite. Now, I'm certainly not saying we go back into a plebiscite on it, um, but we do need to engage the public because the public, at the end of the day, this is the public's police. That is Jack Hundell, who's a Surrey City Councillor, talking about this whole process. Janet, I find this um, so fascinating because we still haven't heard from Doug McCallum, the mayor, on this, even though it's been, what, more than 24 hours now that you've tried to get a hold of him and we've tried to get a hold of him. Let me uh, talk about that for a few minutes, Timmy. Yes, I mean, that's the key person we need to hear from. It's the mayor. He is driving this. I reached out to his assistant in his office, Oliver Lum, who deals with the media and does communications. I reached out to Mr. Lum four times yesterday. And uh, let me read some of the comments that I got back. Okay. At the end of the day yesterday, I still had not heard from him. At 12.23, I heard from Mr. Lum. He said, sorry, no, I have not had a chance to chat with the mayor. He is still in a meeting. Uh, Then last night, I uh, continued to be in touch with uh, Mr. Lum. I said, uh, the mayor has not called me today. Very disappointing. Please let him know. I'm expecting a call from him after 9 a.m. on Tuesday morning. That was at 8.38 uh, 8 last night. I did not get a response. I emailed him again this morning at 7.05 a.m. I said, I am still waiting to hear from the mayor. Please call me. Please email me. I have heard nothing. And since then, Simi, I have uh, phoned Oliver Mr. Lum, three more times this morning, and I have oh. still not heard. What I don't understand. What is the problem? Why is the mayor not contacting me? Exactly. We've made a couple calls ourselves asking for some comment on this. What I don't understand about this, this is a very simple fix. I mean, this is, sure, okay, we'll make the report public before we submit it to the provincial government. And they still won't even commit to that. This is a very serious issue, Simi. I mean, because at the end of the day, Surrey taxpayers are facing an increase on their tax bill to pay for a move from the RCMP to a municipal force. That is something the mayor has said from day one in his campaign up to most recently. He said it's probably going to be at least a 10% increase. I've gone back, looked at my notes. That is what he is on the record for saying. So people need to hear from him. Are you still in support of moving to a municipal 
municipal force? Will there be public consultation? Because as I say, people need to know what's happening here and how it's going to affect them at the end of the day, the bottom line. Because as we know, a lot of people in Metro Vancouver in this region are struggling paycheck to paycheck. How much more is this move going to cost them? And I think, personally, I think everybody else out there, that the information needs to be put on the table so that the public can make an informed decision along with the city councillors. Okay, so then what happens next here? Is this just now a waiting game to hear if the mayor will say, yeah, okay, we'll make this public? We are waiting to hear from the mayor. And actually, Simi, would you believe as we were talking, it looked like Mr. Lum was phoning me. So perhaps he's listening. Oh. His number just popped up on my screen there. Uh, so hopefully we will hear from the mayor today. Uh, if I have to go to City Hall and wait for him, I will. Uh, in terms of this whole process, uh, the report that is being written by Surrey's uh, transmission, uh, transition, transition yeah. pardon me, policing executive, the report that's going to going to the uh, Solicitor General, that is to be ready in uh, four to six weeks. Uh, apparently, they're they're hoping for the end of March. Now, will uh, Mr. Farnworth release that to the public? Will it ever be made public at all? I, I'm thinking it must, it will have to be at some point in time. But right now, we don't even know that for sure. So, uh, we need to hear from the mayor first and yeah. foremost, and then uh, maybe others on city council too, and then maybe Mr. Farnworth. So uh, it's wait and see what happens really right now. All right, Janet, we're going to let you go answer your phone because I have a feeling that it's probably ringing off the hook on that one. So Janet, thanks very much for your time. <laughs> Thank you. That's Janet Brown, our Global News senior reporter, talking about the situation in Surrey.